Hey, BCP family, before we get started, I want to give a big shout out to Don, a member of our Locals community who's been with us on Locals for over two years and prior to that was part of our Patreon community. And I want to use this as an example of two things. One, great minds think alike. And two, I do read your comments and posts. See, what I'm going to cover in this episode was something I was planning on covering, but when Don posted to our Locals community this post by President Trump on Truth Social, she inspired me not to just cover this lightly, but to do a deep dive. So with that, shout out to a great member of our community. Let's get this episode started. Welcome to the BCP Podcast. I am James, the blessed conservative patriot, the based conservative patriot, the black conservative patriot. Welcome to my home here on the interwebs and the podcast verse. You are now a member of the family. God bless you and yours. Would you not agree that if President Trump tells us that we should look at something and then that's seconded by Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, would you agree that we should probably look at it and look at it pretty closely, especially when it has to do with the election fraud and stolen election of 2020? If you're new around here, I generally will state early in an episode the fact that Joe Biden is not the legitimate president of the United States of America. Oh yeah, he's been sworn in, but he didn't legitimately win. We had a rigged and stolen election of 2020. Joe Biden, the basement dweller who didn't even campaign and wasn't even leading in his own primaries, did not win. He did not get 81 million votes. That is the big lie. He didn't even win the... He Not only did he not win the popular vote, he didn't win the electoral college vote. And that last one is the only one that matters. But that is how they stole it. They stole it through the electoral college system by just rigging and manipulating certain elections in certain states, in high population area of those states, to flip it and take the entire state. Of course, we're talking Wisconsin, Clark County, Nevada, Fulton County, Georgia. We're talking what happened in Pennsylvania. We're happening, uh, We're talking about what happened in several states, including Maricopa County, Arizona, all to flip it over for Joe Biden and make him the illegitimate president that we are suffering, suffering through right now. All right, but let me go back to my original statement and you asking me, James, what the hell are you talking about? What did President Trump say? Well, let me show you this truth here from Truth Social. Dr. Dr. Jan Hopper Hayes is fantastic. Everyone has got to watch her interview on election fraud with the poor sap who got taken apart by her. Thank you, Don Jr., for putting this masterpiece out for the public to see witch hunt. Hmm. Watch this video, Conspiracy Theory No More. Now, Michael Flynn, in re-truthing President Trump's truth, says, Such a clear presentation of what we're facing and what will likely happen, MAGA, our freedom must be guarded. So I will break down certain things that she says, but we're going to go through this interview in its entirety because, once again, President Trump has said that we should look at this. We have got to watch her interview 
everyone has got to watch your interview. But first of all, who is and who I should say, who are the players here? Well, the first one is Dr. Jan Halper Hayes. She is a former global vice president of Republicans Overseas, UK. And she was on the British morning show Breakfast with uh, Stephen and Ellie or Stefan and Ellie last Thursday. Let's get into this. Dr. Jan Halper Hayes, U.S. political analyst on British television. Let's move across the other side of the pond, should we? Because Donald Trump has hit back at prosecutors just hours before his court appearance on charges of trying to overturn the results of the 2020 election. Yes, the former president said the indictment was unprecedented and showed the corruption of the Biden presidency. Well, it's the third time in four months he's been charged, and as we understand it, probably not the last. Yeah, probably not the last. It's even possible that when we were watching this some time on Tuesday, it may not be on Tuesday, but it is supposed to happen the first part of August. And we're talking about the indictment of President Trump uh, Trump by Fannie Willis over in Fulton County, the Atlanta area of Georgia. And it could happen Tuesday. Here is Atlanta local news on Monday. Right now at the Fulton County Courthouse, the stage is set for yet another possible indictment of former President Donald Trump. And a grand jury could announce a decision as early as this week. 11 Alive's Doug Richards is live with a look at the increased security and road closures in downtown Atlanta. Doug, all yours. Yeah, you know, just eyeballing the security here at the Fulton County Courthouse. uh, If there is an indictment this week of uh, former President Trump, it would certainly occur within a substantially fortified courthouse environment. All manner of traffic and parking restrictions are in place around the Fulton County Courthouse, and sheriff's deputies stayed visible from the sidewalk outside a courthouse that was still open to the public, even as a grand jury met in secret on an upstairs floor. If it returns an indictment, former President Donald Trump could face state racketeering charges based on his effort to overturn the 2020 election result in Georgia. But that's still pending. Today, Fulton County Sheriff Pat Labatt declined to talk with us about the security he has in place here. All right, let's go back to the British television spot with Dr. Jan. You know, I I don't believe any of this has anything to do with January 6th. If it did... And if January 6th was everything that they said, why, why, Nigel, did they wait two and a half years to charge him? I mean, the people that were there that did those, they were charged that day. Well, let's talk to Jan Halper Hayes, who's a U.S. political analyst. And he's here in the studio. Good to see you, as always. Good to see you. Good to see you. Um, there's so many people putting this down as a political conspiracy theory. But actually, there are real questions to be answered here. There are? Yeah, of course there are. Of course there are what he's being accused of, but what part do you think is to answer that the 2020 election is going to be re-litigated because of this? They've made a huge, huge mistake with this one, because even though we thought what was going to happen was they were going to go after him for treason or sedition, but they did criminally charge him, but they didn't go to that extreme. As a result, he has due process, so he can subpoena people and bring things in. Now, this is an argument that we were making at the end of 2020 when the election was stolen. I, I, I wore my Stop the Steal shirt during one of the episodes I made over the weekend, Stop the Steal 2020, because I was in D.C. I wasn't there for January 6, 2021. 
Thank God I wasn't there. The Lord told me not to go. I was going to go. I had a place to stay. And I was, at that time, I was in Orlando, Florida, because we were looking at moving to Florida at that time. And so I had rented a home. We had been there for most of that month of January. And I was like, let me go over to D.C. on January 6th. I actually had someone uh, on the BCP family. They had rented us a, a whole suite of rooms uh, at a hotel there in D.C. And they said, BCP, we love you. We're fans of the show. Come for free. You and your wife could have the entire suite. And uh, the, the the Lord told me not to go through his Holy Spirit. said, no, James, you stay put with your family in Florida. Can you imagine this show would not exist? I'd be a J6er most likely. Now, I would not have gone inside the Capitol. I would not have gone inside the Capitol. I'm fairly certain of that. Wherever the mob was going, I probably would not have gone. But they would have known that I was in D.C. and my YouTube channel would have been gone two years prior to when it was taken down. And I, this show would probably be taken down from every platform as well. And I may even, would may even have been bankrupt using all of my uh, savings and retirement uh, to defend myself against charges had they come. So I feel blessed that I didn't go. But I was there for Stop to Steal in November of 2020. And at that, and since then, we've been talking about <clears throat> all President Trump needs is his day in court to, to prove and to show the evidence, at least to show the evidence, which we haven't had a chance to do. Now, one of the positive things that people have been saying ever since these sham indictments have been coming out uh, from Jack Smith having to do with January 6th is that President Trump will now be able to show the steal that it was rigged in the courts. That would be awesome if they let that happen. I highly doubt they would, though. What are your thoughts? I want to hear your comments on the subject. Now, let me say something about this 2020 election, is that Biden is the legitimate president, but he's the legitimate president of what is now the bankrupt U.S. corporation. And that was a treaty in 1871. Well, on September 12, 2018, Trump created an executive order. Within that, he outlined in future elections any kind of foreign or domestic interference, specifically for the 2020 election. So we say, how did he know some of these things were going to happen? How did he know? Well, let's see. He knew, once he definitely got into office, that they tried to rig the election for Hillary Clinton real time in 2016. I've mentioned this in the recent past. Go back into your memory banks. Remember, those of you who are watching live, the counting and coming in of 2016, I really wish I would have thrown a party. I was by myself. It was a wee hours in the morning. No one to hang out. I was there in my family room watching this. And we got to a point where there were some states, I don't recall which ones, and they said, oh, they don't have the final results in yet. And I believe there were some of those were swing states. Well, they were trying to flip votes at that time. That's why Hillary Clinton did not want to concede that night. She thought they still might be able to flip the votes for her. President Trump gets in the office, military intelligence and other white hats, good guys, insiders, whatever you want to call them. Let President Trump know, man, you know what? President Trump probably knew that before as, as well. He's had military people in the military rooting for him. Some people believe that President Trump was recruited by the military to run in the first place. Regardless of whether you believe that or not, President Trump has been fighting the deep state, but he's had people like Lieutenant General Michael Flynn and others inside 
telling him all along uh, what's really going on with the deep state. And President Trump is very aware, well aware they tried to steal and rig the election of 2016. He knows that they, they did the same thing in 2012 and other elections. And then, of course, we have the 2018 midterms. Those are definitely rigged in some places. So it didn't really take a genius to know that they were going to rig it and how they were going to rig it. They immediately, as soon as COVID hit, oh, mail-in ballots. Even, even some states were even... Remember, folks, they want you to forget this. Remember, there's even talk of everyone's going to have to vote by mail because it's just going to be too dangerous to vote at the end of the year. That COVID was going to destroy everything. Then we had China. Remember the embassy in Texas, in China, that was uh, shut down and raided and they were burning things? I told you back then in the reports that we had reports they were burning fake ballots in this Chinese embassy. President Trump had the intel. He knew exactly what was going to happen. And he was prepared for it. Election integrity on both sides of the aisle is tough. It's really tough. But what this has done is it's opened the door for Trump to present his case. Well, that's a good thing, isn't it? Because I mean, because the, the, I mean, what we see on this side of the pond is a very difficult situation where the legal system is politicised in the United States, which is abhorrent to us over right. here. So the fact that Trump can subpoena some people saying it's a mistake by Jack Smith, but actually he can subpoena. We you know, people can actually see evidence from both right. sides. That's a sensible yes, move. Exactly, and and it's a great mistake by Jack Smith that he's done that. Absolutely great. Now, once again, President Trump and Lieutenant General Michael Flynn have told us to watch this interview. Now, I have my doubts that President Trump is going to be able to easily present information and subpoena and make his case about election, the stolen election. Here's why. The whole case by Jack Smith and the deep state is predicated on a made up fact that President Trump is lying because the elections of 2020 were not stolen. That's the basis of everything, that he lied and he did all these things. He knew it wasn't stolen and he did what he did. And the January Sixers went to the Capitol and Ashley Babbitt and Roseanne Boylan and all these uh, police officers who died later of other things supposedly died because of what happened on January 6th. And that's all President Trump's fault. But the bottom line is the case made by Jack Smith and Department of Justice is that it's a foregone conclusion that President Biden is a legitimate president. So I just see them doing some kind of uh, maneuvering, some kind of uh, legal mumbo jumbo and shenanigans and skullduggery where they won't even allow President Trump to argue that fact because it's been debunked already. I just see them going there. Now, that seems nonsensical. That seems illegal. But this whole thing that we're looking at a fourth indictment of President Trump in Atlanta and Fulton County is ridiculous and unfathomable. Yet, here we are. So for some reason, as dumb as Jack Smith and the DOJ are and how weak their legal uh, standing is, I have a hard time believing that they're going to allow President Trump to litigate and present evidence of the stolen election. I really believe that they're going to at least try. I'm not saying President Trump's going to do it. I just don't think it's going to be that easy. I don't think it's a mistake that Jack Smith is going to go, oh my goodness, I had no idea that we'd open up this can of worms and President Trump's going to be able to prove the stolen election. I think they're just going to take a hard line and say, stolen election, the election is the most secure election. We have people in the government that says the most secure election. We're not going to litigate this. We are going to operate on the assumption that President Trump knew that the election was not rigged and that is why 
we're bringing all these indictments against him. I just don't see them allowing that to happen. But let's be optimistic and let's assume it does happen. What does that mean? See, the thing is, think about um, uh, Edward Snowden and all the information he had. Okay. Now, the next thing she says is absolutely juicy. Pay attention. Think about the fact that our military, our Department of Defense Space Force, <clears throat> if you think that they don't have the actual real results from the election, then you're fooling yourself. All right. I think this is one of the big things that President Trump, in my opinion, wanted us to hear and know, and my, Lieutenant General Michael Flynn wanted us to hear and know from Dr. Jan here. Space Force has the actual results of the 2020 election. Now I'm going to do something I haven't done in years, literally. For those of you who've been around for a while, you're going to like this. Let's just call this for tickles and giggles, for kicks and giggles. Okay? Let's go to what Q Anon said, probably one of the most famous Q drops ever. He said, first indictment unseal will trigger mass popular awakening. First arrest will verify action and confirm fumer direction. They will fight, but you are ready. Marker 9. December 17th, 2019. Now, of course, during December of 2019, the plague known as COVID-19 was being released to the world. And a few months later, it would change the world as we know it. And the vaccine would diminish the number of people in this world as we know it. And who knows what the long-term effects of that vaccine are going to be. But anyway, let's get back to this Q drop. What if the first indictment unsealed that's triggering mass popular awakening is not the indictment of Hillary Clinton like we had hoped for, or Obama, or one of the Bushes. What if that first indictment is actually President Trump? The first arrest will verify action and confirm future direction. They will fight, but you are ready. Marker 9. I don't know, just... Throwing it out there. It just came to my mind. Just, just came to my mind. So, let's get back to Dr. Jan. I, I'm just putting it out there, folks. Just food for thought. Food for thought. Yeah, but what we what we do know with this is there are we're told <clears throat> uh, uh, that there are plenty of notes from people, including Vice President um, Pence, that there are some recordings of of Donald Trump acknowledging that actually what he said in public was nonsense. That some of these states, whether he claimed he was in, out saying it's, I mean, look, Detroit, it's corrupt, it's all corrupt, the results are corrupt. And that when in reality, he knew it wasn't. That's illegal. And what this British show host said is actually also false and a lie. But don't worry, Dr. Jan knows how to handle this. 
But you know what? That's what someone's claiming, but that's not the fact, and that's not what Donald Trump really has ever said. He's been very, very clear. I mean, the issues were, for example, in Pennsylvania, the Supreme Court of the state of Pennsylvania stepped in and changed some of the election laws. Under our Constitution, it's only the state legislators that can do that. 2,000 Mules, the film that came out, what they did, they spent over $4 million tracking the phones. And the reason it's only 2,000 mules is that based on the visits to the drop boxes in Georgia, they had to have gone over 10 times. And they've got all the film for that. So the thing is that um, the election integrity is so different and so problematic in every single state, every single state. But that doesn't mean that the machines didn't do something, that there were some other kind of finagling, but the long and well, short... Go ahead. Well, it, it doesn't... But that's, that's where conspiracy comes in, is it? To say, well, it doesn't mean that something didn't happen. Well, there's no evidence that it happened. I mean, well, there's how many, how many court cases did the Trump campaign try to bring? There's nothing's gone in his favour. Ah, the biggest talking point. President Trump never got his day in court. There were a whole bunch of cases filed, but it was never litigated. But they continue the lying press to say, President Trump has lost in court. But don't worry, Dr. Jan is on it. Do not worry, do not fret, do not fret. Okay, wait a minute. Everyone, the media goes, oh, there were 60, 60 court cases that were rejected. No, there were three. He won two. He lost one, 57 were never heard because they had no standing. And standing means that the person bringing the case has to claim some kind of impact or injury. So it's really, you know, the media did that and they're great at doing that, but it, it was a fallacy in there. All right, now let's get back to some more juicy things with Dr. Jan. You heard her say that Space Force has the actual results of the 2020 elections. She knows. She knows what the DOD has. And the thing is that, um, you know, you know, I sit on a task force at the Department of Defense. And the thing is, they've got the goods. They've got the goods. And Trump knew that if he presented any of the goods early on, we'd have a civil war. That he really felt that the people needed to see how bad it could get. Now, this is an opinion shared by many in this community. It's one that I've rejected and pushed back against. I don't like the idea that we have to suffer the the enslavement and tyranny to know how bad tyranny and slavery is. It, it doesn't seem, I know it doesn't seem like that would be the most valid reason to allow this to happen. Now, civil unrest and mass murder, yes. For instance, we got some information years ago. I don't remember the particulars of it, so forgive me. I mean, just think of how many stories I've reported on Analyze and what have you over the last four or five years. But there were some indications, some drops, some clues, some hints that perhaps President Trump was threatened that if he did not drop the whole fight against stolen election of 2020 and just get on that plane and leave D.C., that perhaps a smart bomb or some other mass casualty event would be inflicted on the American citizenry. 
and President Trump, because he loves life, that's his weakness, if you will. That's one hell of a great weakness to have. The man who didn't start any more wars. There were very, very, very strong threats by the deep state for President Trump to just drop it and walk away. And President Trump did to regroup and fight another day. I think President Trump didn't go the distance that he could have gone in 2020. Lieutenant General uh, Michael Flynn had a plan. And it was the military auditing real time and showing the American public real time on camera. The stone election recounting the actual votes, not the fake ballots and proving who won. I think that he was threatened to not go through with that. And that's why he just let his advisors have their way and he left the White House. Because President Trump's a fighter. If there was a way to win, I think he would have done it. But the threats against him and or his family or America, President Trump just said, you know what? Let me retreat and fight another day. I don't think it was just because we need to see how bad it is. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Again, put it down below. By the way, folks, if you're new around here, we have some new folks and I appreciate you joining our community here. This is not an echo chamber. You don't have to agree with me in everything I say. Trust me, I am thick-skinned. I have been a conservative. I have been a black conservative patriot since before my 19th birthday, becoming a lover of the Constitution as a freshman at UC Berkeley. There's, I just, I just, I'm thick-skinned by nature because, you know, I lived the first half of my childhood in New York and New Yorkers from New York City tend to be a little bit more thick-skinned than some of the snowflakes, for instance, where I grew up the last half of my childhood in 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 California. I don't I don't get I don't get that. Like just I don't understand this whole thing of I've got to fall in with popular thought and not use my own reasoning and critical thinking skills. Once again, thank you, mom. Thank you, dad. Thank you, my family, who taught me the importance of just being independent thinker. I don't think that President Trump just allowed all this to happen to show us what's really going on. And some of you will agree or disagree with me on that. But I'm thick-skinned, and like I was saying here, if you're new around here, you're feel, feel free to disagree with me. And of course, because we are conservatives and we are grown-ups here, you know, we don't whine and, and name-call. Just give me a reason down below why you agree or disagree with me. I'm interested to see. And by the way, if you are a whiner and you're going to throw names around and all that kind of stuff, you know, go ahead and do that. I mean, that's I believe in free speech. You go ahead and do that. Probably just going to ignore you, but you can do that if you want to. All right, let's go back to uh, Dr. Jan. What's really interesting here is she she's not falling for this. She's prepared for every single mainstream media talking point that comes out, whether it's on that side, uh, this side of the pond, or that. And that's the sense that we're getting from Trump's lawyer about what his defense is going to be. So he, this is all going to be based on free speech, the First Amendment in the US Constitution, that he had a right to say what he believed. And mm -hmm. he believed uh, that the election results were not uh, as was put out. But the point is, if you live in a democracy and you believe in a democracy, then that means that even if you don't like the outcome of an election, you respect that because it's a democratic vote. Well, a, a democratic vote, and so therefore he should be silent about it. 
No, he, has a, he has a right to speak, but the issue, of course, is if he then acts to subvert that election result. Oh, so that because you think he's being criticised because in Georgia he said, can you find me 12,000 votes? Or, um, you know, the thing is, he didn't try to subvert anything. What he's really done is he set up the deep state to come out, and that's why we're seeing all these things. Now, we've seen the deep state come out ever since President Trump came down that escalator, ever since he was sworn in. James Comey, Andy McCabe, uh, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, all these people who none have been punished. But it's arguable that it's even more obvious since President Trump left the White House and the Marxists have taken over completely. And of course, part of that is the entire thing we're going through right now with Hunter Biden, Devin Archer, and Tony Bobulinski, and all other proofs that President Biden, the fake president in the Oval Office, is guilty of treasonous traitorous crimes, which really are deserving of a traitor's reward. And the deep state's efforts to cover for him and go after President Trump, I think it's even more obvious than ever. And is definitely part of the populist awakening of how bad things really are. I mean, it just it was revealed with whistleblowers and um, Hunter Biden's ex-best friend that in 2015, um, the head of Burisma gave Joe and Hunter Biden 10 million bribe. In 2018, Hunter is, I mean, uh, Joe is on TV publicly saying that he threatened that unless they got the prosecutor fired, that um, he wasn't going to let them have their one billion in support. In 2019, Trump calls Zelensky to find out about what went on to get the prosecutor fired, and he gets impeached. Mm. I mean, that's... We've lived with it for a long time. Indeed, we've lived with it for a long time, the deep state and all this other stuff. But she's not talking about that, really. She's going back to the 1800s, the 19th century. Now I'm going to play this last clip, the, 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 the final concluding clip of this interview of this segment with Dr. Jan on British television. They try to come at her with their TDS, and then she totally schools them. I probably, I probably, I said, we're almost at a time. I, said, I, just want, I just want to pick you up on one thing. You said earlier on, you know, um, Donald Trump has been very clear on this. Is he a man that you believe? I mean, look, he's about as believable as a chocolate teapot, isn't he? Look, I know that, oh, thank God you got the negativity in at the end and not the beginning. I can always count on you for that. Always. Um, but it's a legitimate point to say that Donald Trump is a man who always speaks the truth. That can't be the case. I mean, it's hardly the case of any leader, to be fair, but, I mean, definitely not Donald Trump. Well, I don't know if I said everything or always, because I do call him the embellisher-in-chief, because he's mm. a marketer. Um, but in terms of telling us things... Optics, you better believe that he's very much a straight shooter in terms of actions that he's going to take or what he thinks needs to be done. And then Dr. Jan brilliantly brings it home for the British audience listening to this. And she drops red pill after red pill after red pill on this one. And it's the end of the segment. 
But man, I really wish they could have delved into more of what she's about to say. Just all of the things that she drops in just this next clip. You may or may not have been a, a follower of Q. You may or may not believe Q. I just threw that in earlier because I think it's uh, I think it's interesting. I think it's worth thinking about whether you are into or were into Q or not. Now, if you haven't heard some of this stuff that you're about to hear Dr. Jan say, be prepared. Uh, you know, I'm thinking that most of you have heard some of these things. Many of you have gone down those rabbit holes. Uh, let me stop introing it. Let me just play it for you. You know, they made fun of him because they assumed he broke protocol and walked in front of the queen. No, if you go back and look at it, you will see he looked at her. She gave a wave with her hand. He proceeded. She took a couple of steps. He stopped and he waited for her to join. That was an optic to tell us that he then was going to bankrupt the U.S. corporation because it was the Vatican, the crown, and the U.S. that was part since 1871. And we were giving you our tax dollars. We were paying back. You know, we, forget this Tea Party and without taxation, without representation. We owed you a lot of money because you helped us in the Civil War. And so that is what Trump has now, he told the queen, I'm ending this. We're dissolving this corporation. We're going to go back to being a republic and we'll all be separate. The Pope wasn't happy. You should find the picture of him visiting the Pope. It took 650 planes to remove our gold from the Vatican Bank. I'm not very happy about it, Jan, to be perfectly honest. We could do with your money at the minute. Keep it, <laughs> keep it flowing, I say. Um, Jan Halperhays, really good to see you. Thank you, you too. very much indeed. You too. Good stuff there. Good stuff there. Do you want me to go down, down those rabbit holes? Let me know. I cover the news and then sometimes I'll do a segment like this one where I just wanted to spend the whole episode on this one interview. Once again, let me show you the truths. We've got President Trump telling us that we should, uh, you know, we should check this out. We've got President Trump uh, telling us here. Dr. Jen Halper Hayes is fantastic. Everyone has got to watch their interview on election fraud with the poor sap who got taken apart by her. She dropped some truth bombs at the truth bombs, didn't she? And then we have, again, Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, such a clear presentation of what we're facing and what will likely happen. Our freedom must be guarded. And a reminder to our British brothers and sisters, we are not a democracy in the sense that you use the democracy, we are a republic with a representative form of government. We don't have queens and prime ministers. We have a president who represents us through an electoral college system. And that was rigged. And we should have President Trump in the Oval Office, not Joseph Biden. But that will all be corrected, God willing, in short order. Thanks for being here. Ciao, goodbye, God bless. I'll be back tomorrow because the BCP podcast is a daily podcast, Monday through Sunday. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, gotta give us what we need.